Good morning. It's GM Puffing, climbing the hill, talking about games mastering. The uh, topic for today is combat. Well, actually, for me, it's not just combat. My system is actually <clears throat> a unified system under a single dice mechanic. Hang on a second while I clear my throat. <coughs> uh, my activity is we started off with a D100 back in 91 and then realized that wasn't going to do, do wasn't going to cut it the D20 system is too flatlined mechanically, mathematically for so many reasons ditched that very early um, and when we got into our combat situations we found that it was important that a percentage of hits would hit between two given foes of a probable um, a probable chance, I guess. If the two people <clears throat> were fighting against each other and they had a chance of hitting each other and blocking each other, from everything we'd seen in all the movies, and I gotta remember this is pre-internet when we're designing this, everything we'd seen in the movies, everything we'd seen in the in the the way things were done in live combat in fencing lessons it was pretty much all about the two people are matched and unless something was going to happen it was just a dance like the two people are back and forth back and forth princess bride for example look at that situation there how can we create that situation in a role play game how can we have a set of mechanics, the game part of, but mechanics that are going to nicely create that combat situation? So, we've thought about this for the longest time, and what we mostly came up with at the time was we needed a more mathematically robust structure. And we started off with the, uh, I believe we tried a 3D8 system for a small amount of time. Problem with the 3D8 system is that the likelihood of a 1 and an 8 comes up a little bit more often than we wanted. 2D10 was sort of okay, but it was still like a D20. So uh, we played around with models. Now the reason I'm talking about that 1 and 8 there, and the 1 and 10 also, was we, we didn't we wanted that situation to happen where at a certain point in combat you had the advantage and then at a certain point in combat you had a disadvantage and the games master could interpret the advantage and say ah okay so because you got the advantage then you push your opponent back and so he has to maneuver Otherwise, if he doesn't... Ah, oh, both my buses just came at once. <laughs> um, if he doesn't maneuver, like if your opponent doesn't step out of the way of your advantage, then you could press the attack and get a hit in, okay? So the idea is, as an opponent, you're attempting to maneuver your opponent 
into situations where you can get a hit. So in this, we wanted to say that, because we're a roll low system, we wanted to say that if you rolled a one, that gave you the advantage. And if you had the advantage, you could then press the advantage with a skill of some sort, <clears throat> use that skill, press the advantage, and pull off a maneuver. And vice versa, if you rolled the high number on the dice, the 3d8 system was an 8, then you had fumbled slightly. You'd, you'd pressed, you'd made a, a disadvantage. And we had a nice set of disadvantage lists which worked fine for non-combatants and, com and somewhat to combatants at light, but the, we found it was too often with the advantage and, and disadvantage is happening too often, the big ones at least. We couldn't scale them. So for the longest time they just sort of sat in this pile of skills that needed to be worked through the system. It didn't take us long though to look at the mathematics of the 4d6 over a 3d6 coming up with 24 as a top number. Uh, might have been a little bit of um, <coughs> narcissism in saying, oh look, our game system's better than D&D &D because our numbers go up to 24 and D&D &D only goes up to 20. Also, for listeners, remembering that um, this is back in the day where 3D6 was the highest you got. Um, and if you rolled a triple six on your strength, then you rolled again for an advance for a, um, a d100 bonus i believe it was um so you could have a, an 18 an 18 with a 15 on top of it or an 18 with a 30 or an 18 with a 50 or an 18 triple uh, double zero this kind of thing could be applied to your strength so for us and it's understandable why they did because when you got a d20 and the lowest a person can roll for their, their stat is a 3, with 3d6, then there's two chances on a d20, the person can always pass. And it's the highest stat was 18, there's two chances on the d20 that they can fail. So there's always a nice, fair, even spread of, well, you can always pass and you can always fail if you rolled a 1 and a 2, or a 19 and a 20, respectively. So... From a game design point of view, that works. Except, of course, when people cheat and use a 46 choose the best three system, then the chances of a person always passing has now increased to approximately six. So that, that breaks the whole system, essentially, when the base mechanic means you've got six chances to pass and only two chances to fail. You are you are um, imbalancing the system straight up to be unfairly just towards players. That, I think that really did have a bend upon the whole role-playing industry now. Um, that whole, we'll allow, 46, who's the best three, that's fine, we'll allow it. It's your game, do what you want. Means that a lot of people now expect their characters to have several stats of 18... You know, and with the modifiers, you can get 19s and 20s and 21s. And, 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 well, if you really go to town on the modifiers, you can almost get a strength of, I believe, 333,000 was the highest I've seen. 
So there is this level of uber stupidity that can be attained by taking the right numbers in the right order. Um, the designers probably don't really care so much about that. It's like, well, if someone does it, that's fun for them, great. They've used up their whole character just so they can do that. They don't have anything that's useful as a, as a character, except they've got this stupid strength that can lift the entire planet off the planet's surface and throw it away or something insane. Game breaking to the point where the game's monster can't possibly use somebody who's going to do that. So when we were looking at that, we were looking at the whole 18 as an upper stat going, ho, 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 we're going to use, we're going to use 46. People out there are rolling 46. Why not get them to roll field 46 and say, that's the stat? Straight away, they're going to think, whoa, my stat's higher. Not realizing, of course, that statistically, they're not. Statistically, you've just averaged out a bunch of dice, so you're still going to get a whole bunch of numbers. You're going to get this 14s on average, and most people are going to go, wow, I got 14s on average. Not realizing that that is the average, so... It's, it's really going to come down to player perception based on previous games. It might be my boss. No, it's not my boss. Um, so, <clears throat> with the perception of the characters being... Oh, sorry, with the perception of the players being that this is, this is the way things were going, well, that's what we decided with 46. But then, of course, we needed a mechanic to match. Well... Well, you've got your upper stat is a 24. I could go the D&D route and go, okay, well, we want, we want a number that's going to be greater than that. The D30, first, it's a flat line statistic, so that's not going to work for us. Second, um, D30, I mean, there's, if your upper stat is a 24 and most people are averaging a 14, that's less than half, right? We have to start people with a bunch of bonuses to start off the character. And I've been, I've been really enjoying character creation in Kingdom Death recently, which is, here's a character, name him. If you name him now, you get a survival point. If you don't, you don't get the survival point. That's, that's an awesome mechanic. That has to be the best character creation system I've seen. So that alone means... We, you just have to do that, you know. You have to say, okay, guys, here's a blank character sheet. Start. And they're like, what do you mean, start? We haven't rolled my stats. You don't need to. You can start without them. That's not vitally important to the game, to start the game. That's, that's a very intriguing way of bringing players into character creation out the window and just, boom, start, go. So that's, that's something I have to consider and put in as well. Um, yeah, so that mechanic then came down to, well, let's use, it's 2D12, that would that'll be a better, better way of doing things. 2D12 adds up to 24. We don't have too many 1s and too many 12s. That's, that's nice. Um, we can use the advantages disadvantage system. That's, that's cool. We're, and we don't have too many of them. That, that balances. Also... Poor D12 is not used many ways, in many cases, so a lot of people don't even use them that often. 
So now we're getting those D12s out of the bag to be rolled. And, and it turns out that it just became a better thing to do. Um, the 2D12 system just... Uh, the number 12 itself has tied so much into the game rules as of late. So we've got the um, Young's 12 archetypes tie into the 12 possible gaming archetypes. There's um, 12 standard weapon classes. There's 12 schools of magic. There's, there's so many 12s now in the system. It's, it's almost comical to be doing it the way it is. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's working out rather well now. So um, yeah, it's, that's, that's where we started with, a com with combat becoming this 2D12. But we still did the 3D8 for magic because we needed the adding the dice mechanic for fumbles. Well, I can still add D12s, but um, since then we've actually scrapped some of that system. So now the um, adding the dice mechanic is not for the initial roll. The initial roll is to see if you've remembered enough of your spell to put it together and structure it. Um, the added mechanic is for the four extra archetypes as well. The Doctor Blacksmith, um, uh, not the merchant. The merchant uses the sales techniques. The academic uses the um, knowledge techniques. The 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 no noble. The noble uses contacts. That's not a versus system, that's just a straightforward, this is how much I've got. And the, um, who's the last one? Yeah, I've forgotten right now. <laughs> Alright, so it looks like the bus is coming, so you guys have a good day. Monday, nice and cold here. It's about 10 degrees right now. It'll probably be 30 by the end of the day. So... Catch you guys later. Enjoy your day.